Welcome once again to Devotional. This is lesson number five for Wednesday, December 5th. This is an awesome lesson. Um, I can't wait to share with you some of the insights that uh, have come to me from uh, this study. And I'm going to start by that question that is at the very top of the lesson. Um, and I'm just realizing there may be people just starting to listen and uh, maybe you have stopped and started listening to this podcast. Uh, what I want to encourage you is to scroll down a bit and you'll see a whole bunch of links and you'll understand what some of these things that I'm saying is, including what this lesson is. You will find there a link for our website and you will find uh, iOS, Android app. You can download the app for the Sabbath School for free. You can order a harp copy if you want to. And also, I've, I've realized I've been listening to these podcasts and there's something new <laughs> you may have noticed already, which to me is an answer to prayer. Uh, for the past several months, I've been uh, kind of worried. The app that I'm using to record these podcasts, the developers have stopped updating it for over a year and a half, almost two years. And I, and I bought it because it was a really, really, it's a really good app. It really helps. Um, but because it hasn't been updated, I'm already thinking with subsequent updates, one day I may turn the iPad on and it may not work anymore. And so I'm already thinking about future investments. And I have been praying, Lord, you know, my budget, you know, single income home. And um, all of a sudden, this app offered um, to you do these advertisements to allow advertisement to take place. And they would give me some some kickbacks for allowing some of these advertisements on my podcast. And so I agreed to it. And so now you know why I'm doing it um, so that I can accumulate little by little a dollar here, a dollar there uh, from these advertisements so that when I have to buy another app or my microphone, you know, that I've crazy glued or gorilla glued a couple of times uh, falls apart, I can have some some monies to uh, repair or um, a substitute. I can't think of the word right now. Um, it, these things as they, they wear and tear anyways. Just wanted to be make you aware that that's the, one of the reasons you're hearing some extra things. <laughs> I, I don't even know when they're putting it before or in the middle or after the podcast. I still have to figure out uh, how they're doing that and if I can have any control of that. But anyways, that's the reason why I've accepted. And um, eh, not, now, you know, um, and also, you know, that there are those links uh, in every single podcast. You will find these links to download the free apps and the, the other free resources. Um, we are talking about forgiveness today, and uh, you may be tempted to skip and say, ah, I know that, but like I said, the very first sentence says, what is forgiveness? And that's what the lesson got me. I got to think about what forgiveness is, and I, uh, without even going into the lesson, started asking myself, how would I answer that question? What is forgiveness? And I wrote down, forgiveness is not a band-aid for a wound. Forgiveness is not a band-aid for a wound. Actually, uh, the more I thought about it, and you already know that I tend to think in medical terms because of my background in nursing. And one of the things that I did for uh, quite a couple, of, quite a bit of time was wound care. Um, forgiveness is living tissue that closes a wound to prevent infection, further damage, and potential sepsis, the entire system uh, getting an infection with the bacteria, etc. The larger the wound, 
the more at risk you are of developing this condition called sepsis, especially if you're in a hospital. You know, tons of bugs, super bugs floating around in a hospital. That's why you should always, always make sure the nurses that are caring for you, the doctors, kindly remind them if they haven't to please wash, please wash their hands no matter what they're going to do um, so that they, they don't give you the stuff that from other rooms <laughs> in the hospital. But this issue of forgiveness is um, me taking, if you want to use that analogy, taking part of me to help someone else's wound heal. Is the reversal. And the, the reason I thought of that is because of a definition that I had read from a pastor. He's, a, I believe, a Presbyterian pastor. Um, his name is Timothy Keller. He's written lots of books. And I've read some of his material. And his definition, or he, one of the ways he describes forgiveness, have stuck with me. And I'm going to read it for you. This is what uh, Pastor Timothy Keller says. God's grace and forgiveness, while free to the recipient are always costly for the giver. From the earliest parts of the Bible, it was understood that God could not forgive without sacrifice. No one who is seriously wronged can just forgive the perpetrator. But when you forgive, that means you absorb the loss and the debt. You bear it yourself. All forgiveness then is costly and that's why I thought about you know the wounds in the other person they're the ones with the bad temper they're the ones with you know the careless words or the bad attitudes and I have to absorb that and whatever their problems is it has affected me and now I have to through forgiveness provide the, the raw materials that will allow that wound whatever wound that might be in them to heal. Um, that's why it's a cost. Uh, forgiveness is something that will cost me. Uh, I appreciate this because we have, you know, try to soften the blow of having to forgive by telling people, you know, uh, you need it more than they do anyways. It will do you good to not carry these things around. And there is some truth to that. But the process of forgiveness is very costly. It's very uh, self-sacrificing. And um, just like if I had to donate tissue for myself to help someone else's wound to heal, as in the case of a burn victim, right? They usually use skin of a corpse, but in this case, I would have to take a piece of my skin that is just perfectly fine and transfer it to someone else so that their wound can heal. And that's forgiveness. The person that forgives has to bear the cost. They have to absor absorb the loss and the debt, which led me to something that I saw a lot in, in the hospital that I worked at doing wound care. A lot of scars, a lot of scar tissue. And that, that gave me a new insight as far as scars are concerned. We typically, you know, when we look at a scar, you know, someone had open heart surgery and we see that line down the middle with the wow, invasive, violent, uh, intrusive, traumatic. But in the context of forgiveness, this is what I wrote down as far as those scars are concerned. Scars are my reminders that a wound was healed. Scars are my personal daily continual reminders that a wound that once existed here no longer does because 
that wound was healed and the evidence of that is the scar. The reminder that this wound has been healed is a scar. And when I forgive others, if I have to take a patch of skin from me and to, so that someone else, I have to absorb that cost for someone else's mistakes, for someone else's violent words or violent actions, I ha I'll have a scar. But the scar for me will be a continual reminder that a wound was healed. The moment I, I flipped it that way, it made sense why the, the Sabbath school lesson said something powerful. I love this paragraph and even though I'm reading it to you right now, I hope you will go back to your homes or you open it up in your iPhones or Androids or if you have the hard copy and just uh, highlight it. I think it's one of the most powerful statements, uh, one of them, the most powerful statements that I've read in this quarterly these past three months. It says, it is true that we cannot receive the blessings of forgiveness until we confess our sins. This does not mean that our confession creates forgiveness in God's heart. Forgiveness was in His heart all the time. Confession, instead, enables us to receive forgiveness. Confession is vitally important, not because it changes God's attitude towards us, but because it changes our attitude toward Him. When we yield to the Holy Spirit's convicting power to repent and confess our sins, we are changed. That is, when I read that, that's when this whole imagery of scars and, and tissue and healing and wounds came into my mind. Because I realized um, that's what causes the change in others when they see the scars they have left in our lives. And though, yes, those wounds are evidences, reminders that a wound was healed, there's the reality there was a wound. I want to read Isaiah 53. That's where my thoughts immediately went to. You, you probably may have been going in that direction as, as well. Isaiah 53 verse 5 says, He was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his scourging we are healed. Or by his stripes we are healed. And scourging, he speaks of wounds. He was wounded so that we could be healed. You know, it is when I confess, what God reveals to me is the scars, the scars on his son, the scars on his hands, his feet and his side. That is what caused God to forgive me. He absorbed the cost of sin. The wages of sin is death. He paid that in full for me. And he continually offers that. And when I confess my sin, this is the powerful thing. It changes my attitude towards God. You know, Paul, and this will be our closing thought for this um, episode of Devotional, uh, looking at this Sabbath school lesson on forgiveness. Uh, in Romans chapter 2, you already know <laughs> what I want to read, right? You're a good Bible student. You know I'm going to read Romans chapter 2, verse 4, where we read, Or do you think lightly of the riches 
of the kindness and patience and tolerance of God, not knowing that the kindness of God, the goodness of God leads you to repentance, to change. It is when we see God's goodness, God absorbing the cost of something he had no part in so that he can forgive me and heal my wound. Sin caused me a wound, a mortal wound, but Jesus absorbed it. Jesus paid for it so that I could be forgiven. Forgiven. When you forgive, that means you absorb the lost and the debt. You bear it yourself. All forgiveness is costly. But when you and I approach the throne of grace, we get perspective. What God has been wounded to forgive me pales in comparison to the things I'm asked to or I need to forgive in others. I need to first experience the forgiveness of God in my life. Then I'll have a reference point of how to forgive others when they wound me. And I, I do want you to meditate on that statement that a scar, scars are simple reminders that there used to be a wound in that place. There may have been things in your past that all you have now are scars from those wounds. Forgiveness helps us to redefine those instead of thinking violence has been done towards me, hurtful things have been done towards me. Instead, today you can say, grace, the grace of God has healed me. And where once there used to be a wound, today there's only a scar, a scar that reminds me God has healed me and I can now be an agent of healing and forgiveness for someone else.